This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The year is winding down and 2024 is fast approaching, which means Congress will have to be ready to hit the ground running when they return from the December recess to avoid another government shutdown. On this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, ag lobbyist Robbie Minnick with the National Cotton Council and Jessica Shulkin with the Russell Group discuss the challenges facing the agriculture industry and what a timeline will look like for the upcoming ag appropriations process. Shulkin says the timing of passing appropriations bills will really depend on if Congress can agree on a top-line number. The House Freedom Caucus did come out recently and say we're able to go with the budget deal cap, so that's that's a good sign. But there are a lot of outstanding questions still. What are they going to do with all the different policy items? What are they going to do with the, the so-called side deals that really provided some additional funding? But if the leadership can get that figured out, I mean, I think if you give the committee a couple of weeks, they can certainly hammer out a conference negotiation. Shulkin says House and Senate leaders have been working on determining those funding levels, and she is optimistic Congress can avoid a government shutdown come January. You know, the speaker has said he does not want to do another short-term CR. He either wants to get the bills passed or do a full-year continuing resolution. And I don't think anybody really, at the end of the day, wants to see a full-year continuing resolution done. That's, you know, you leave a lot of things behind then. You don't update programs the way that they need to be updated. And the government should not run on autopilot for multiple years at a time. This week's featured newsmaker was Representative Austin Scott, who shared his thoughts on splitting the Farm Bill's nutrition and agriculture provisions into separate pieces of legislation. You can watch the show on agripulse.com or tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on RFD-TV to hear more. Very little changes were made to the December World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates Report. USDA released a new report today. Both corn and soybean projections match last month's estimates at 15.2 billion bushels for corn and 4.1 billion bushels for soybeans. Philip Brasher has the latest numbers in his coverage, which you can read on agripulse.com. Finally today, a farm industry analyst says producers will have big decisions to make in 2024. Fallon Savage is with the Farm Credit Services of America and Frontier Farm Credit. She says producers got through 2023 in good financial shape. We came off some really historic uh, profitability the last three years. There's a lot of questions about what 2024 looks like. Um, Our producers are positioned really well. Um, There's a lot of liquidity on balance sheets, and producers have a really good opportunity to make some really key decisions for 2024. Savage says if producers are looking to grow their operation, this might be the time to do it. Inflation is real. We're seeing that in family living. We're seeing that in increased machinery and equipment costs. Um, We're seeing that in higher input prices. Um, So ultimately, while they're coming off some historic highs, they're still going to need to make sure their pencils are sharp and they're focused on ultimately what their break-evens are for the next year. Although the next year is looking bright, Savage says there are still some headwinds producers will face. If you're in any kind of an expansionary mode, whether it's you want to add to your cow herd, whether you want to add to your land base, whether you want to replace your machinery and equipment line, you're going to have to be strategic about that. Um, While land prices have cooled off, 
um, they're still pretty hot and we're still in a pretty tight supply time frame. And so ultimately producers are going to have to make a decision. Where do they want to spend their liquidity and where do they want to take on some additional debt to do some of those expansionary activities? Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel.